0: Hi, and welcome to Still Learning, a podcast mini-series all about learning, a place for conversations about curiosity, how we learn, and the lessons we take with us from our early years onward. My name is Katie. In this episode, I spoke to my friend Jane, who I met a long time ago when we were very young. One of my earliest memories, in fact, involves talking with Jane on the monkey bars about broccoli and how she only liked to eat the treetops and I was, for whatever reason, bewildered by this. Anyway, it was a pleasure to dive into talking about learning with Jane and to discover the ways that her relationship to learning has also been woven with many interesting career evolutions, from her work as an artist, to textiles and craft, to software engineering and more. And we also discussed one of my favorite topics related to learning, which is growth mindset, which I've been fascinated by ever since I first heard about it. Briefly, growth mindset based on Stanford professor Carol Dweck's research is the belief that our brains can grow and change and that we can use persistence to build upon our mistakes and hurdles to increase our knowledge and skill versus, this is versus a fixed mindset which accepts that we are either good or bad, smart or not, and a powerful example for many people is the idea of being a math person or not. I was curious to hear how Jane interpreted and has applied this idea in her life. So, without further ado, here is our conversation. Jane, it's so good to speak with you. I was thinking about how, I mean, we've joked about this before, like we are each other's oldest friends, perhaps. That's true. Or
1: <laughs> going
0: back to preschool days. Yep. Um, which is so cool. But um, I was thinking about how it's, it's kind of unique because obviously we knew each other at that really young age and then spent some years apart in grade school. Yep. And. Um, Kind of the first question I like to ask or I was thinking about is, like, what, what were you like as a kid? How would you describe yourself as a kid in elementary school age range? And specifically, if you have any memories, like, as a third grader?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I think I was really shy. Um, I'm an only child, so I mm-hmm. was kind of always used to sort of entertaining myself and playing by myself at home. Um, And I had, you know, obviously in school, you're around a lot of people, um, but I think I still kind of tried to maintain just like having a few close friends. Um, And that's remained true for me, I think, into adulthood, like I'm someone who, um, you know, has closer relationships with fewer people than the other way around. Um, But um, yeah, I think I was also like, very into things that are easy to do by yourself. So things like drawing or like craft projects, um, that's sort of, that's sort of my memory. And I was also like Mm -hmm. very motivated by school. Um, Mm -hmm. I definitely was like one of those kind of quiet kids who wanted to do well on their homework um, and like wanted to, (laughs) you know, like do a good job on whatever, like the, you know, first grade or third grade assignments were, which I definitely do not remember what, what kinds of homework we had at that, at that
0: time. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I know it's so cute. Some kids, it's really just like they have that kind of innately you know like oh i need to but my homework and <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i yeah. just kind of laughed to myself like it's this is really not a big deal but yeah. okay to you it is that's true yeah yeah because <laughs> it's it's like your
1: it's your world and it's just like very yeah. small so
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah
0: cool well my first real question i guess is going into the theme of learning and the learning process a little more as you think back to yourself around that time frame or as a child what do you, is something you remember learning or that stands out to you as a a defining or even not even like necessarily important but um memorable learning experience yeah um
1: so i have this like specific memory of learning to knit as a kid um Ooh. and i think i learned it I
0: think you were ahead of your time. It's I, like I knitting has come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
1: I think I feel like this was around 3rd grade. It was definitely an elementary school and I remember um cuz I went to like the after school program that my school provided um and it was definitely like one of the teachers in the after school program taught me and probably some of the other people in the program and like I just remember like I think it was just probably it was probably a great activity if you could get kids to do it because you could kind of sit there and like quietly focus but then um you could also kind of like do something else at the same time once you had sort of mastered it um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like once you got past the first part of like casting on or casting off that was always like the hardest part and then When you were kind of in the groove of knitting, um, it was like more meditative. But the funny thing about this is I actually like don't remember how to knit. (laughs) And so (laughs) I was going to ask you. Yeah. yeah, So it's like, I don't know, like I don't have anything from that time that I made. Like I'm sure I made probably something small. (laughs) Um, But I yeah, I've always wanted to relearn this skill as an adult um, because I think it'd be really cool to like knit a scarf or something. And I've just, um, but it's, it is funny how it's, like, something I learned when I was really young, but I just, I either, like, didn't continue with it enough or just, like, that um, sort of muscle memory of, like, what to actually do, I didn't get, like, ingrained enough so that I could just pick it up today if you gave me mm. some knitting needles and yarn.
0: Yeah, that's so interesting. I mean, well, yeah, first of all, I think it's amazing for kids to learn because like the motor skill development involved in knitting I think especially as a young kid um, is really fantastic and yeah like you said that you can kind of learn it and then once you acquire it as a skill you can kind of do it on your own but um, the other thing that made me think of it's funny you don't necessarily remember how to knit now but I was thinking to some of your artwork and I know weaving is not the same thing as knitting, but there's definitely some overlap in some of your amazing collage work that's involved weaving. I wonder if there's any thread there. Yeah,
1: yeah, (laughs) nice nice pun. Thank you. Um, Yeah, no, I think definitely um, it's funny, like, I've always been interested, there's this theme of sort of, like, Textiles and like tactileness of things that mm-hmm. I've always enjoyed, and I think that's partially from also I did a lot of different types of like art classes and art activities as a kid, and that was like a very constant throughout my childhood like if I wasn't doing art in school, I was always um I always had like an after school art class or something, and then I continued to take more like serious classes um in high school and then I went on to study art in college as you know um, and I think um, yeah I remember also taking like a textile design class in college that was more I think it was part of the school's fashion program but as mm-hmm. someone who was studying printmaking I was like oh surface design you know this sounds really cool and yeah I think like definitely um, then I you know I worked in the in the apparel industry and like the interior design industry for a bit. And so I think that sort of like learning more about the process of how fabric is created, whether it's a woven fabric or a knitted fabric, especially um, in a more like industrial way for um, like production of, you know, multiple units of something was, was really fascinating. Um, Mm -hmm. The contrast between that and like, you know, a single sweater that like one person knits and, um, you know, right. what's sort of handmade about that. And so I think, um, yeah, that's, that's definitely been kind of like a constant theme of this like tactile-ness.
0: Mm. And also very cool in contrast to the digital world that we're living in. Definitely. You know, definitely. Like such yep. a needed, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, what is something, if we think about the present, like what is something that you are learning right now?
1: Yeah. So I thought about this a lot and there's definitely, I mean, I think like, like you, I'm trying to, I'm sort of thinking about how I can take advantage of quote unquote, having extra time. Um, Mm -hmm. But also, as you know, I'm pregnant. So I'm trying to learn as much as possible about like the birth process and how to um, take care of a baby when it's born, because these are all things that I have,
0: no idea about and it's
1: yeah something (laughs) that's going to be coming um in a few months for me so um yeah very tactile we will be in charge of (laughs) yeah so I'm trying to um kind of like absorb as much information about um or I guess not as much information as possible but like enough information so that I feel equipped to uh go into having a child and like feel like I have some semblance of knowing enough of what I'm doing Um, Mm -hmm. because I think obviously we also come with a lot of instincts but just being knowledgeable about the process to be like prepared for various things that can happen is is important for me at least.
0: Totally I know it's a funny thing I mean imagining like going through this process like you are that yeah like you said there's kind of this instinctual human nature around, um, you know, protecting a kid and what you need to do and obviously, like, keep them, help them survive. And also there's all this information in detail that yeah. you haven't had, like, a reason to know or yes, exactly. really absorb <laughs> until now. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and I guess as you think about that as a an ongoing process and or yeah like clearly a really uh, an important place to be learning um, and obviously there's like a time frame to a pregnancy I guess but when you think forward to the future and I know that you know once your baby is here you'll be learning so much more as a mother and you and Dave as parents but um, is there anything else that you would Kind of call out as something you're looking forward to learning, or you hope to learn in the future.
1: Yeah, so I mean, yeah, of course. Like the there's a lot of a lot more learning to be done um, as like a, a child grows. Um, yeah. But <laughs> un, unrelatedly, um, I actually never learned to ride a bike. Um, Whoa, really? So yeah. <laughs> um, so I definitely that's sort of like on my bucket list, um, of something I've been wanting to do. And I think, um, yeah, it's not something that many people know about me. It's sort of like a weird secret that I've managed to keep, (laughs) Um, but I thought it was appropriate for this conversation because, um, yeah, it's definitely like something that I want to do. And, um, I, you know, I'm just like, I want to be able to like go on a bike ride with my family and, um, it's definitely weird I've I've heard of other people like learning to ride a bike as an adult and it's definitely like much different than when you learn as a kid and I think um yeah it's a little bit like it it can be a little bit scarier or like more intimidating because mm, you're more mm-hmm. afraid of falling or like more afraid of um yeah it's it's just like when you're a kid you're maybe you're more fearless because you don't really know like the consequences or like you don't really know that you can hurt yourself. Totally. Um, And
0: you're closer to the ground. Yes, that's
1: also true. (laughs) Um, And usually you, you know, use like training wheels. And I don't really think that most adults (laughs) use training wheels when they learn to ride a bike. Um, Um, That'd be so great. (laughs) But um, yeah, but luckily I have, you know, a supportive husband who's willing to help me learn and also Uh, live close to Golden Gate Park which is a great uh, great place to like find some spots some flat spots to like. Oh Jane I'm so excited
0: for you. (laughs) Yeah it's gonna um... be great and it feels almost like (laughs) like you couldn't make it up like that's so amazing and it's like the best metaphor like it's like (laughs) learning to ride a bike but no really I am no yeah what a great opportunity
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no and I think like it's always it's been something that I've like always been kind of embarrassed about and so like I will be happy to like feel like this is a milestone I will have achieved um but I'm also
0: yeah.
1: now is not the time because obviously I'm my center of gravity is slowly shifting mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm, that true. seems like probably you know I should wait until <laughs> wait a little little bit
0: for that yeah yeah, well, my one bit of advice, I was just thinking back to when I learned to ride a bike. <laughs>
1: yes, um, do, do <laughs> tell me.
0: Unsolicited, but I uh, i do remember it was funny. I mean, I was pretty apprehensive about it. And I think on my own, left to my own devices or like with my family, I don't really remember this part. But I think that I, what I imagine was I was pretty um nervous and you know, like treading toe by toe into the pool of practicing. And then I remember being in Tahoe with some family friends and it was my friend's dad who all of a sudden just said, like, let me do it. And he just pushed me on the bike (laughs) on a grassy field. And I just had to I just had to pedal and keep up. And it was you know, someone not in my family, but obviously not <laughs> yeah. a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> but like an outside influence that's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Here <we> yeah. Go.
1: <laughs> that's, that's so funny, because that totally reminds me of when I was learning to drive. Um, because mm-hmm. I was like, definitely nervous about, like operating a large motor vehicle for the first time. <laughs> and my parents were kind of like, not like, I don't know, they were not really wanting to be the ones to teach me. I think they were just like scared and like, didn't know how to like really appropriately teach in a way that was like patient and calming. Um, but also like, yeah, I'm sure it's scary when you like get in the passenger seat with your 16 year old who is like, (laughs) doesn't know what they're doing. (laughs) Um, so Yeah. yeah, we like, I remember, um, I did some like driving lessons with this outside instructor and, um, we were, you know, just kind of, like, driving around the neighborhood and the area, and then without really, he was kind of just telling me where to go, and without telling me, we started to, like, get on a freeway (laughs) on-ramp, and then Mm -hmm. um, we were in one of those cars that had, like, the double wheel and the double signal, I think, but basically, like, he just said, you just pay attention to accelerating, and I'll take care of the rest, and he, like, did the signaling and, like, told me when to, like, how to merge and so like for me like all I had to do was focus on making sure I was like you know going the right speed so that was only one of you know several elements but I just yeah I never would have if he had told me like we're gonna go on the freeway now I would have probably been like more nervous but I just Mm -hmm. had to Mm -hmm. go along with it and like it was great and like I definitely like was much less fearful um of that you know after that experience so yeah (laughs) yeah Hopefully I'll have the same experience with, with biking.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or it'll, it'll be a mix, right? It's kind of like what you're saying about getting ready for a baby. Like there's this mix of like all the preparation you can do. um, And then there's just the like, learn by doing, like you're just on your feet and we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah. It's like as much, like you can only, you can do as much preparation as you want, but there's always going to be some stuff that you're going to have to like kind of learn just ad hoc or in the moment. And I think, um it's definitely like being able to be good at both sides is mm-hmm. is super important and I've definitely learned a lot uh even just for my job of like how to sort of learn ad hoc and like on the job so I think like yeah hopefully that will that will kind of translate too
0: Well, what helps you with that? Like, what do you, what do you think about in terms of strategies? Or, I mean, I was also curious to ask you how you build learning kind of into your day. Yeah. um, If you're aware of that in any ways or. Yeah. 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 That's a really good question.
1: Um, I think for me, like, I guess taking, um, taking my job as an example, um, I'm a software engineer at Pinterest and I work on are like web infrastructure. So a lot of my job is helping our developers um, move faster, but then we also are relied on for sort of our on-call rotation. So if there's like a problem with, if Pinterest goes down or if there's like a problem with our service that we support, then we kind of have to jump in to help. So I think for me, it's a combination of um, having things that I'm working on that I'm like, I know that I can learn at my own pace or that I can kind of like go slowly if I need to. Um, But then also like putting myself outside of my comfort zone when um, like just the right amount so that I don't feel like stressed Mm -hmm. out about, oh my gosh, there's like these five things that I need to learn and I need to know all about them. And it's just like too much. Um, But like the on-call rotation to me is a good example of something that I kind of jumped into without really knowing I was getting into and like it's kind Mm -hmm. of like you you get a page or you get a call and it's like okay there's a problem and like you have to kind of think on your feet and be quick about either um communicating with other people or like looking into a problem of what could be causing it um so I think like having having that responsibility as a part of my job but not like a giant part of my job has been has been good um Mm -hmm. And then yeah, in terms of like how I think about learning sort of more day-to-day, um, I think I, I definitely really like project based learning. Um yeah. for me, like especially thinking back to when I was learning to code, um I I went to General Assembly's uh Web Development Immersive in person for three months and like that whole curriculum was Completely project based. Like, we would learn Mm -hmm. a few sort of modules, and then we'd go off and do a project to basically show that we had like grasped what we had learned. And it was a good experience of like understanding where you maybe needed to learn a little bit more about something versus where you understood something really well from the start. Um, So it was Mm -hmm. a good sort of like test of your skills. Um, And
0: there's a tangible output or something you're working toward, even though it's about the learning along the way. Yeah. And I I definitely still think that
1: that is like probably my favorite way of learning. Like I I still try to do side projects every so often um, that are Mm -hmm. like coding related. And I think having it's so much more motivating to me, honestly, to have a goal of like, oh, I want to like finish this project because, you know, I don't know, it's just like something I want to work on. Um, and it's it's much easier to get yourself to, like, do a hard task if you're, like, excited by what the outcome will be versus if someone's just saying, like, I need you to do this, but you don't really have the context of, like, why? Or thinking back to school um, when there were sometimes areas that were just, like, road memorization is, like, the strategy for this. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I never... I always really hated, um, even though I was an art major, I always really hated art history class because I just felt like it was all about just like memorizing paintings and slides and dates and names. And I just was like, I'm terrible at this. And I don't want to make like a hundred flashcards just so I can pass a test, (laughs) you know? Right. Right. (laughs) Um, whereas going to a museum and like doing an audio tour (laughs) and learning, um, about maybe the story behind an artwork is to me like a more interesting way of learning
0: that information. <laughs> today, oh my gosh, for sure, yeah. I don't think I've retained any of the flashcards I made in <laughs> art history. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, um, this is it kind of goes along with that, but I was curious also what you'd say to like what is something that you think gets in the way of learning.
1: Yeah, I really, I mean, I think there can be a couple things. I think definitely mindset is one thing. Um, mm-hmm. I learned a lot about, like, this idea of fixed versus growth mindset when I was at yes, General Assembly. Yes, all about this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, it was honestly, like, I'd never heard those terms until I went to, to GA. Um, but it was so important because, like, especially when... I was learning to code and just felt like this is a completely new skill. Um, There were moments that were really challenging and moments where I just thought, Oh my gosh, like, I'm never going to understand this. But if you think that way about something, like if you think, Oh, like I'm just never going to get it or I'm just not good at math or whatever, you know, insert whatever subject there. um, Then yeah, like you probably won't.
0: (laughs) Um, Right. Yeah. So
1: I think like you have to kind of, believe in yourself and there understand that there may be things that yes like take you more time to learn but with enough perseverance um you know you can you can learn them and you can understand them and I think like I similarly felt this way um like in like high school math like I just I don't know Mm -hmm. I feel like there was one point where I was in a calculus class and I just felt like I wasn't getting anything and I, I don't know, like, I just, like, kept trying, but there was also, like, not really a clear practical application for the things I was learning other than, like, teaching for an AP test or something. So that was another example of where, like, that probably wasn't super helpful because I didn't really, I wasn't, like, looking forward to, like, how I was going to use those skills later.
0: You mean you don't use AP Stat all the time? I actually, sure. surprisingly, that, in my that job, might be more relevant. Well, no, yeah, no, it's
1: so funny. Like, surprisingly, in my job, uh, my sister-in-law is a math, is a high school math teacher, um, and so we like talk about this sometimes. But we do use um, some like statistics for like plotting yeah, graphs, yeah. and so yeah. it's been like a really weird thing where I'm like, oh, what is this? Like, okay, I have to kind of like re re-remember this or relearn this or oh I never really learned this so like let me try to learn it now for the purpose of this whatever I'm working
0: on yeah I, I it's so powerful the mindset stuff um I mean I I so agree and it's been so uh rewarding and just fun to talk about it with third graders too because I mean, they're, I mean, they're so young in the building of their minds and mindset and when just the idea of like, you know, even, but, but even given that they, so many of them have these fixed mindsets already of like, I'm good at this or I'm not good at this or I'm smart or I'm not. And we talk about that a bunch throughout the year and you know that having a growth mindset actually means like look at have you seen those pictures of brains yeah and it's like a you know like a the growth (laughs) mindset is all like on fire and full of action and fixed mindsets (laughs) kind of just blah yeah and we talk about these are the synapses firing and they make little like pew pew like synapse sounds yeah like every time you make a mistake look at what's happening in your brain like you have this opportunity to learn from it yeah um and it's, it's really exciting. So yeah, I think you're so right.
1: Yeah. I think the other thing too, is like not being closed off when you do make a mistake and like being able mm-hmm. to learn from that. I think that's another thing that I just have found maybe more relevant in the working world and in my jobs than in school. I think it really mm-hmm. depends on the type of environment you're in. Um, but especially um it it also can depend on the type of company, but if you're in, if you're working at a company where the culture is one of like people taking responsibility for their work and like recognizing, you know, oh, hey, like I could have done this better or, you know, how could I, how could I do this better next time? And I think constantly soliciting feedback um, is, is important, but yeah, I can definitely, I think it can definitely be tough. Um, like when you, ha- maybe like, you feel like you made a mistake and then that caused a bad experience when you're younger and that can really like Mm -hmm. hinder your ability to sort of like go forward in a certain thing. Um, Whether it's like, I always felt like I was really bad at history when I was younger. And I think that's because I was bad at memorization of like dates and stuff because that's how it was Mm -hmm. taught. Whereas if you think about history being taught in more of a like storytelling way, like that's, much more interesting and I'm definitely like more interested in history now than I ever was, um, in school.
0: If you have mastered anything, if you would say, and if so, what?
1: Yeah, that's a good, that's a very good question. Um, I feel like, (laughs) I feel like I've mastered making a really good pasta. (laughs) Um, oh yes <laughs> I feel like pasta is probably one of the first things I learned to cook when I was little um and therefore like I don't know it's...
0: and you don't necessarily mean making noodles but just compiling like yeah cooking a really good pasta yeah 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 yes yeah, also like so important yeah
1: um and then yeah I guess like the other thing that I felt like I mastered in the last several years was when I was working on um art a little bit more and I was doing these collages like I have this very specific technique for like mounting them to paper and it was something that Mm -hmm. I learned from a book and where I like make the paste by hand and then I do this whole process of like mounting the collage and there's it's like there's not a lot of tools involved it just kind of takes like time and um but making the paste was sort of like, you have to make sure it's at the right consistency when you do each step. And I guess it's kind of like baking. So that's why I like it too. Mm-hmm. I definitely like following instructions and following recipes. Um, mm-hmm. And I did that so many times, just like over in a short amount of time that I felt like I really had nailed it. And now I can, I feel like you know, even if I haven't done it in a while, I can easily like do it again and be like yes like I did it perfectly like the first time versus I don't remember how to knit so (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) yeah that's so yeah it's like that and that's cool to think about in terms of there's yeah there's the types of learning there's like the fact that stays with you or doesn't and then there's the process or the skill
1: yeah yeah and that to me I, I think like with that one it's a lot about there is like some sort of muscle memory and also just like
0: mm-hmm. remembering
1: oh like well what yeah what is the consistency of this when you touch it or when you brush this on to a surface what is it supposed to look like and yeah again
0: very tactile yes definitely cool well jane thank you so much this has been great to talk with you yeah,
1: thanks for thanks for inviting me it was
0: awesome and I can't wait for your bike riding adventure. Yes, I'm going to be there cheering <laughs> on the sidelines. Yes, I'll definitely <laughs> let you know when that uh when when that's happening. I mean, you're going to have a growth mindset about it and it's going to be awesome. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Yeah.